Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Breaking news from The Athletic. Well, 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 an emergency episode of Hogue and John's courtesy of the news from The Athletic and a reminder of why you should be subscribed to The Athletic. The great Scott Powers coming through on the news. The Bears purchase agreement for Arlington Park. My guy, SJ Pow Pow, with the overnight news. Got us all busy at around 9 p.m. last night, but very happy for Scott Powers for the scoop. Uh, cool. Thanks for the heads up, buddy. Uh, Could have <laughs> used probably another two hours of sleep that I didn't get, um, but okay. won't hold that against you. The presenting sponsor for today's episode of Hogan Johns is Visa, a network working for everyone. And yes, the Bears have a purchase agreement for Arlington Park I am not surprised by this one bit. I think this thing has been headed down this road for a long time. As soon as you knew they made the bid official in June, they weren't going to give it to anybody else. What? what yeah. Obviously. And so if the Bears were making a bid, they were going to come to this purchase agreement. And I have always been expecting it to happen when the Arlington season officially closed, which happened Saturday. So the timing of this all makes sense. Now it's uh, just time to talk about what it means. Yeah. Uh, what's the agreement for? Churchill Downs said, what, $197 million? Yeah. So not too bad, actually. Not too bad at all. You I'm got making, that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's take out a you know, construction loan. No problem. The Hogan, jo- the Hogan Johns podcast should have bought the property. Hogan Johns Stadium. Sounds fantastic. I mean, that could still be on the table, if we're being honest. Hey, we're growing. Give us a few years. By the time they're looking for naming rights, you never know. You never know. Um, all right. So, like, look, this is like the equivalent of just so everyone's aware of, you know, you if you're buying a house, you sign a contract, you come to an agreement on the price, you sign the contract. A lot of red tape that you still have to get through. You got inspections, right? You got the things you negotiate over after that inspection's done. And then there's a closing date that gets set up usually 45 days later. Okay. And, and at any point it can fall through different things can happen. I'm not going to lie. I've signed one of these. We found a different house ended up buying the other house. Okay. Like things can happen. Um, and in this case with the stadium, it's going to be a hell of a lot more than 45 days. Yeah. I'll say fact, I'll it just... sounds like it's going to be late 2022, <laughs> early 2023, before we're talking about this thing actually being finalized, and a lot of things can happen between now and then. Oh yeah, this this new stadium is well off in the future. Then you got you know the groundbreaking and all that, and the the years of construction. But you know, unlike buying a home, if they find mold in the walls at Arlington Park, you know the Bears will just be like, okay, we'll just knock that wall down. Yes, <laughs> as opposed to going back to the negotiation table, unless it's a lot of mold. But I'm just kidding. Um. Go ahead. Well, it's just, there's, and then there's, that's just like kind of the disclaimer off the top, but there's a lot of reasons to take this very, very seriously. Um, and, and 
Can I give me, you number one? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go give me number one. I think there's like the Bears reasons. don't own their own freaking stadium. Yes. <laughs> like this is it. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is along those lines, like the, the league has changed so much to the point that it is now very, very obvious that owning one of these monstrosities is a very good thing for business. Okay. Yes, it costs a lot of money to do it. And where that money is going to be coming from is an enormous question mark in all of this. But the value almost instantly takes over what whatever the money is spent. Like, and SoFi Stadium right now is a perfect example. $5 billion, insane amount of money. Now, Stan Kroenke's got money from all over the world to pay for that, and the Bears do not. So that's a huge difference. How that's going fi- to get figured out, we'll, we'll find out. We don't necessarily know right now. But I think the league... If you haven't been paying attention, the NFL is very, very invested in growing everywhere. Like they had say in that Tottenham Stadium that we went to a couple years ago in London, right? That was designed with the NFL in mind. They literally roll out a different field, the soccer pitch, right? To expose the NFL field under it. Uh, which is not which is not natural grass and like it's an insane stadium. It's an insane stadium. There's insane stadiums popping up all over the place. Okay, Minneapolis has done a great job there with U.S. Bank Stadium. We have SoFi Stadium. A couple of weeks from now, we're going to be in Vegas. We get to see the, the the Raiders' new stadium. Okay, they're all over the place. And in a market like Chicago, I don't know if you've noticed, the NFL's trying to take over the world, and they're going to be heavily <laughs> invested and involved in a new stadium in Chicago, in Arlington Heights, around Chicago, wherever it will be. And that's reason enough to think that this thing could end up getting done. Since 2000, Adam, I put this in our athletic article last night, there's been 17 new stadiums open around the league. Even if you expand it by another year, it's 21 stadiums, the 1999, 21 stadiums since 1999 have opened across the league. Two of them were last year, obviously. Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So if I stadium, we were just there in California. You have the one in Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. Um, serious money is being spent, but serious money can be made. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the the Rams and Chargers get $500 million from the NFL itself to help build SoFi Stadium? Yeah, the Vikings got money, too, from the league. So... <laughs> You don't think the they Bears understand? As, they they understand that whatever money they kick in comes back tenfold yes. with Super Bowls, events, NFL drafts, whatever. Like yeah. it all helps the product grow. Yes. yes, and you don't think they're going to help the Chicago Bears, the founding franchise, the team. If it didn't exist, the league wouldn't exist. You don't think the league is going to help out the Bears a little bit here, more than a little bit here? significantly look here's a billion bucks bears have it yeah that's just one angle to this i think another angle is um you know what is the future of ownership with chicago bears which i think is a very very valid question and when we start talking about the stadium being you know seven eight nine years ten years down the road whatever it'll end up being that's a long time from now what's the state of ownership are there are there members of the board right now that are going to end up taking on a bigger chunk of ownership with the team? Um, that's a possibility. Well, there's a 
really rich guy on there, isn't there, who just helped out Northwestern? Yeah, I mean, Pat Ryan. Pat <laughs> Ryan has been heavily involved in building the facility at Northwestern that they built. Uh, that's why it's called Ryan Fieldhouse. He just kicked in, what was that, another like $400 million a couple weeks ago to help out the whole university, including starting to renovate Ryan Field. So uh, there's that name again, Ryan. You know, it, so th- there's, and he's part of the Bears ownership group now. So it just, it may not, everyone gets caught up sometimes in uh, how the, and it's all fair, how the McCaskies have basically inherited this team from down the road. It used to be run by football people. It's not really run by football people now. They're not anywhere near the type of owners that Jerry Jones or Stan Kroenke is. And like, that's all fair, but who's going to be really calling the shots in the future? You know, and then I forget, I don't have it in front of me right now, but there was that weird uh, connection between one of the other guys and uh, Churchill Downs, wasn't there? Oh, there were all sorts of layers. Yeah, there, yes, there, was yeah. A, there was there was a web of uh, of interesting, it, which was another indication you knew that the Bears were going to get this property if they really wanted it. Um, so, and the, you know what? There's going to be a sense of urgency too from Arlington Heights and Churchill Downs. Can't just sit on this for a year and a half and then have it fall through. So that's where this conversation now goes back to Chicago. Did you happen to hear the mayor on the score this morning? I did. I did. So about- I caught about the second half of the interview while I was in the car. Um, so fill me in on it. I, 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 I just, my, 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 my number one takeaway from that is that the Bears haven't, at least according to Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, that they have not come to the table with reasonable demands. Well, it doesn't sound like they've come to the table at all. The way she keeps putting she, it, she characterized that it that way. But we know how these things work, right? I, I'm right. sure there's been conversations. Was it WBEZ just had um, the emails with Ted Phillips that came out? I mean, they're, they're, this is like years in the making. This even precedes Lori Lightfoot's administration. This is again years in the making. Um, I, I, I think that this is my my thought. Chicago cannot provide the Bears with what they want or with what they need. Agreed. And I don't know what they can do to change that, but we're talking about land, like significant acreage of land. Like, where's that going to be in Chicago? You knock down McCormick Place? I don't know. Um, Well, there's that old steel mill on the south side, but I think there's... Like ecological concerns about that, and yes, again, yeah. layers. Um, that's I think where it ends. And you have a team that is motivated, extremely motivated, to finally build their own stadium. So you really have no leverage in this. You got this lease agreement where the Bears can get out of it for eighty-four million. They just pay two hundred for that other land out in Arlington. I, I don't know how many times I could have pounded that into the ground that that was not a problem. And it's no. still not a problem. They'll, they'll pay the money. The mayor said this morning that they're going to have to pay the money if they leave. Great. Cool. They'll, you know they'll make it up. Like I said, they'll make it up tenfold. <laughs> and, and, and Maybe Roger, the NFL will cover it. I was going to say, Roger Goodell might write the check himself, which goes back to, it, it. like, the mayor does deserve criticism on this. I mean, I, I, the, 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 there's obviously been some frustration from the city. Towards the Bears, didn't she make the comment like a year ago at this time 
that they haven't been like oh, equal partners. That that yeah, had to yeah. do with the COVID stuff and getting fans back in the stands. Um, and then she come. I knew I knew she was off base on this whole thing when it was after I wrote that column in February about Arlington, and then something developed a couple weeks after that, and then she actually got asked about it at some press conference, and she said something along the lines of, the NFL won't let the Bears leave. <laughs> and that's that was the moment I knew that she was not totally in touch with how this stuff works in the NFL. On the NFL side of it. She doesn't work for the NFL, so maybe, I don't know. But she obviously didn't realize that the NFL... Uh, if they're going to pick a side here, it's going to be the giant stadium that helps the whole league. Okay, not the city of Chicago. And they're not they're not putting their foot down and saying, oh, you can't leave because of this lease agreement. Get out of here. It's nonsense. A lot of nonsense, but... I like mean, that the, the, statement, too, in June, where... With Funny pay, statement. With the pay, hilarious statement, actually. Yes. I mean, one of the greatest statements of all time, if we're being honest. And, you know, also completely fair. Uh, taking shots, just beat the Packers, be relevant past October. I mean, funny, funny stuff. I mean, for a mayor to put that out, love it. So, no criticism there, uh, except for the fact that that's a good way to also piss off the Bears. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After they made a pretty big step of saying, hey, we have the money. We're actually making a bid to buy Arlington Park. This is in 2000. Well, it was 2001, right? Where the Bears renovated Soldier Field. Yeah, like I think 20, uh, 20 years ago was the season when they were gone. When they were in Champaign. Mm-hmm. So much has changed since then, man. So much has, has changed. There's so many examples of that team spending serious money. Not just on players, but their own... Hellas Hall's been remodeled and expanded twice since then. Yeah. They moved training camp from Bourbon A to, to, uh, to Hellas Hall. I mean, th- there's so many signs pointing in this direction. I, I don't think they're going back on it. I, I think it's going to be Arlington. Um, I, I, unless the city agrees to knock down a bunch of stuff somewhere. Like, I, I don't see how this changes. And, and I don't and then think give they- it to the Bears for free. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't, I don't think they will because, again, it, it it comes down to how are you going to pay for it, and I don't see the city putting that on the taxpayers. Again, and here's the problem too. I mean, let's just be honest. The city of Chicago. If there's one thing we don't do well, it's stadiums. You know, it we just don't. Wrigley, the renovation of Wrigley Field has probably been the best thing that's happened stadium-wise in like a century. Um, And that took a crazy billionaire owner to come in and basically said, we're just going to do this, okay? And that may end up being what has to happen with the Bears to to get this whole thing done. But, you know, whether it's and there's so many examples. I mean, United Center is a fine building, but it, 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 there's there's no how would they they built it where there's no train that there actually is a train that goes by it, but there's no stop. Like what? <laughs> what, what what are we doing here? <laughs> you know, like every true. stadium has some major problem with it, um, and Wrigley Field was just a crumbling mess before they finally fixed it up, and now it's 
And now it's a good thing. And all yeah. the complaint, oh, the video boards. Now look at it. It's a great place. Yes, yes. Open up your mind a little bit to this stuff. And it, oh, they're going to put a roof on the bear stadium. Yes, they're going to put a roof on the bear stadium because you know what's a total myth? Bear weather. Total myth. Yeah. I can think of one game in 11 years of covering this team where it actually helped them win a game, and that was against the Rams in 2018 when Jared Goff looked like he'd never been you know, cold before. <laughs> cold in his life. <laughs> all right, like one time it helped them. Get out of here with that stuff. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. If you look at the list of NFL stadiums that are currently in use, by far the oldest is Soldier Field. And I know it was rehabbed, gutted, flying saucer dropped in the middle of it, whatever whatever you want to say about it. Like, But that's like, opened in 1924. 1924. It's just time sometimes. It, and don't get me wrong. I love sometimes the drive down to the city. You, you, you see, especially early fall, right? You see the skyline. The traffic isn't bad. You go through the city a little bit. You hit the Lake Michigan. It's nice. It's scenic. I, I like it. I really do. You hit the traffic. No, then you hit the traffic. But yeah, but but eventually it's just time. I, I've heard all the horror stories from fans trying to get there. You know, Soldier Field's on this unique little island on the east side of Chicago. It can be very difficult to get to. I'm not saying Arlington's going to be easy to get to, but at least you have a major train that goes right next to it. A couple highways, Northwest Highway, and, and whatnot. Um, it's uh, sometimes it's just time, you know. The oldest stadium in use in the NFL right now, and the team doesn't own it. It's just time.
it is. And we'll see where this goes. That, like I said, it's 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 there's a lot of excitement today, which is why we got here to do this emergency podcast on it. Um, but there's a lot of things that need to be figured out here, um, including including the traffic. I mean, speaking of traffic, it's not like traffic just miraculously goes away. I, I think there's a way to make it way more convenient and have multiple entry points. Um, you know, unlike unlike Soldier Field right now, where you have to somehow go through Lakeshore Drive or cross Lakeshore Drive or get over it's, those train yeah, tracks somehow. Like it could be a pain. And, and it's going to be a nightmare up there too in Arlington. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If I feel bad for anybody, it's the people who own the homes like literally across the street from there. You know, they're going to have to get a, a cut in this somehow, right? Like the only situation that I feel this compares you know what, to though, is like Lambeau. There was, yeah, but there was a time where Arlington Park was a pretty big deal and there was a lot of people there every single day. Going there, so you know is, those. Is is this the example? You bought a house by the airport. What do you expect? There's going to be planes. Yes, right. You live by the airport. You know how many planes are flying around. I do. Yeah. And yeah. when I was your neighbor, I'd, every morning at five a.m., pew, 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 all those flights coming in from the East Coast starting to land. Yeah. You know, but we signed up for that. You know, it, it, it's. I would say you have a new revenue source coming. Yes. Like Arlington, the village of Arlington Heights should allow them to pay or charge people 50 bucks to park in their driveways. And they would go. make money. They would make money. That's what they do in Green Bay. Rick Tellender, my, my old colleague from the Sun Times, used to park in this lady's front lawn for years outside Lambeau. <laughs> for years. Even when he was getting parking passes, she would save him a spot on her lawn. He would pull up there. Sometimes with a tractor trailer on the way up to his lake house. <laughs> but. That's funny because Lambo is actually one of the more convenient places where they put the media. Yes. The, the, yes. Of all the stadiums, they actually are like, actually, here you here you go. There's a nice parking spot right by the door. Yeah. But, but there's homes right there. We we did that in Madison before Badger games. Oh, we live close to the stadium. And we we moved our cars onto the street a couple days before the game, and then we said, hey, come park in the driveway. You know, 10, 20 bucks. You can even use our bathroom if you want. Yeah. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. You know they do that around Northwestern, do they not? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. if you how live you, by Arlington Park, there's your positive news for the day. How do you think our friend Pat Finley makes all his money? Yeah, selling those parking all spots, those on suits Saturday. he wears. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, those green pants. How do you think he yeah. bought those green <laughs> pants he wore in Los Angeles? Couple, couple by asking ago. for some green, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. You can let us know your thoughts on uh, on the Bears possibly moving to Arlington. This thing is down the road. I could also tell you, um, you know, there's just been so many things behind the scenes you hear here and there, which is why I've known for you know for a while now. This is not a bluff. It was, it was never a bluff. It was never. A, it might be a ne- negotiate negotiating tactic, a little bit, but it's more than that. It's definitely more than that. You know, speaking of traffic, like I already know that they've started to look into that. You know, what are they, the uh, 53, which runs north, north, southwest of Arlington Park right now, uh, that's been a discussion for years about extending that, making that bigger. Because right now it just dead ends at Lake Cook Road, extending it into Lake County. Now that goes beyond Arlington Park. But these are the type of things that end up being affected when you have something this big uh, get discussed and potentially done. 
So we'll have to see where it goes from here. But um, in the meantime, Matt Nagy's got to talk today. And uh, Oh, there's a quarterback, quarterback thing to, to... Good distraction by... Uh, <laughs> Well timed, actually. Yeah. Oh, 47 yards of offense. We should probably put out the uh, Arlington Park news. Yeah. Why would no, I actually always expected it this week. To be because honest, since the last the season, last race was Saturday. The last race was Saturday, so that, I don't. I think that that makes perfect sense. But it is convenient for the Bears. I will say that. Um, uh, you know, I'll say this: it won't completely distract everybody. Like. These these news cycles aren't like twenty four hours anymore. It's like, especially with social media, they're like twelve hour news cycles. Yeah. So once Matt Nagy steps up to that lectern, podium, whatever you want to call it, in two and a half hours, mm-hmm. yeah, it's back on. <laughs> it's, back, it's back on. It's back on. By the way, it, we asked for Nagy to talk today. There's like this Twitter firestorm going on right now about. Why Nagy? Why Matt Nagy's talking Wednesday instead of Thursday? Because we asked for it. All right, there's quarterback news to discuss. Um. Also, we should say thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you do not miss the, the regular Tuesday episode that we had go out yesterday. Though the very good stuff with JT O'Sullivan from the QB school on Justin Fields on those problems with the Bears offense. So all of that stuff very much still relevant and make sure you don't skip over that episode just because this one has now popped into your timeline. Um, so uh, you'll learn a little. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It's very informative. Very informative. A lot of scheme stuff. A lot of the whys. Right? We found the whys. The what's Hopefully and the, the whys. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, the what's... What the hell's? There's, you know, there's a lot. No, well, it was a quote last year. The where's and the why's. The where's and the why's. The where's and the why's. Okay. Uh, well, where is where the Bears are going to be playing in the future? The why? Because they need their own stadium. Oh, the why on this one, I feel like, is fairly obvious. Yes. Yeah. We're good. Now we got the where. Yeah. Now we got the where. We'll see where it goes. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Uh, make sure you check out the coverage on The Athletic on this story. They are the ones who broke it. Uh, Scott Powers is a good man. Love that dude. Uh, good work by him for nailing this thing down. And uh, So check it out there. Uh, we have some Fallout coverage, too, on NBCSportsChicago.com as well. So you can check that out. And uh, my film review on Justin Fields, speaking of wise and things like that. You're not going to want to read that right now. I'm not going to lie. You know, nobody wants to read about the mistakes that Justin Fields made, even if there weren't the Arlington Heights news. But it's out there. If you want to check it out, please do. We'll talk to you tomorrow as we preview the Detroit Lions. Ooh. See ya. Adam Johns, go ahead.